This is the Married Man Podcast, home of the warrior husband, and I am Brian Bandis of The Married Man. This is episode number seven, in which we are going to talk about keeping score. Dun, dun, dun. Bad, bad. Don't do it. Hey, before we talk about that, please consider sharing this podcast with a brother, friend, coworker, cousin, I don't know, you know, brother-in-law, anybody who you know who cares deeply about his marriage and the family legacy that he's going to leave behind. So the Married Man podcast comes out once a week, and it's where we talk about how to bring our A game to our marriage. And just as importantly, how do we become the phenomenal men that we want to bring to our marriage by stepping up and fulfilling those roles as as husbands and for some of us as fathers? So my hope is that, if nothing else, after listening to this podcast, you'll leave with enough gas in the tank to decide that you're going to bring that A-game to bring your absolute best for your family for another week, no matter how hard it gets. So this week, we're talking about keeping score, guys. We're talking about this whole uh, sort of like keeping a ledger, right? And every single one of us does it. I do it. Don't get confused, all right? Me talking on this podcast and writing the married man emails, I can promise you it is not because I'm the man as a husband and I've just got it dialed in. No, I blow it basically daily. And I think maybe that's the value I bring is that I blow it daily and then I can tell you, hey, um, here's some pitfalls. Here's some things not to do. And I do this. We all do, right? I come home, I'm exhausted. Here's what I deserve in my mind. I've been busting my butt. I'm doing it for my family. Doggone it. I'm so noble. Can't you just let me walk into the house and, you know, fill in the blank. I want to sit. I want to watch this or I want to read that or I want to, you know, whatever. I got my things. You got your things. We all have something we want to do. We feel like we're entitled to it because here's what we're bringing to the table. On the other side, you got my wife. She's been with the kids. She's exhausted. She's like, finally, someone can come in and like take some of this burden off of me. And who's that going to be? Ta-da, it's me. And so then we get into this trap of, well, this is what I did today. Now, I will tell you guys that our household, for the time being, is is a somewhat traditional setup. Um, Kelly is primarily home with our three boys right now. We adopted, uh, we adopted a little boy last year, um, and so we decided together that at least for the first year or two until he's starting to go to preschool and whatnot, that it would really be beneficial to him for her to be home. And so right now we're, we're operating with somewhat traditional roles, and that's fine. Uh, it's working overall pretty well. Like anything, it has its pros and cons. Um, but in our household right now, that's the deal. And we can fall into this thing where she's like, I've been with the kids all freaking day, like take over. And I'm like, I've been working my ass off (laughs) all day. I need a break. I didn't come home to keep working, you know, and we get into this tit for tat thing where, yeah, well, I, I make this amount of money for our family and I do it because I care about you guys. And she's like, well, you don't even do your own freaking laundry, you child. (laughs) Right. It goes back and forth. Where does it end? Spoiler alert. It doesn't. There's not, there's not a resolution where we finally, where one of us goes, ah, crap. Okay. You've done one more thing than me. You win this time. I'll go take the kids. That is not how that ends. It ends in resentment. It ends in division. It ends in we are are 
instead of being aligned and being united, it ends with us being at odds and it is me against her. And that is not the design. That is not what a healthy marriage looks like. We're a team, right? There's not, I have the most important tasks and then Kelly has the second most important tasks and then on down the line. That's, that's not the deal. I talked to Kelly about it this way. If we're running a company, right? If this, if this is a company, of course, as, a, as an entrepreneur, that's what I'm going to go to. You can make it a sports team. You can make it whatever. We're running an organization. The goal of this organization is to have this certain family life that we want. And that certain family life that we want is not possible without me and it's not possible without her. It's if you just had me and removed all that she brings to our family to make it feel just as magnificent as it can feel, I'm just I'm going to tell you it would suck without her. It would just suck. Okay, cool. All right, I got the income. And then basically everything else good is gone. And so it really goes both ways, right? We both bring significant things to the table and it is an absolute trap to get caught into this comparison where we're trying to weigh out, you know, what's more important, what she does or what I do. Who's done more today or this week or this month or since we've been married? Who's done more? Let's pull out, let's pull out the balance sheet and see, well, I've worked this much. Oh, she worked up. Oh, she's got a master's degree though. I don't have a degree. Oh, we get up. Oh, her parents did this for us. We got, you know, that's nonsense. That's a freaking dead end. I mean, that is going nowhere fast. There's never going to be this perfect equal division of tasks. There's never going to be this perfect equal division of, I don't know, drive, free time, time invested, Never going to be a perfect equal division of money earned, money spent. There's never going to be a perfect equal division of time with each other's families. It just isn't going to happen. And if my focus is on making sure that I, my wife never has more than me of this thing over here, man, my, that, that is just a, man, that's a path to destruction because I have, I have created a scenario where it's me against my wife and my focus is on getting mine. I mean, if we think about that, my focus, oh, oh, Kelly, Kelly got to go do this with her friends. Now she owes me. I want mine. That is a selfish stance. That is a me-oriented, it's about me and what I want. It's a selfish posture. It's never going to be perfectly equal. That is a futile and foolish pursuit. We're two different people. We bring different things to the table. We have different level of tolerance for certain things. We have a different level of capacity. We have different desires. It's never going to be equal. My tasks aren't more important. Hers aren't more important. Her time's not more important than mine, and mine's not more important than hers. My focus, my focus instead, can be on giving. I give without expectation of what I am going to receive or what I deserve back. If I'm giving to her just to make sure I get something back, that's not generosity. That's a transaction. I don't want to be transactional with my wife. 
I want to be relational. We actually talk about that in my real estate team. We talk about treating people in a way where we want to treat, we don't want to treat them like a transaction. I don't even want to treat clients like a transaction, but I'm going to turn around and treat my wife like a transaction. Don't get caught in that trap. Do not get caught in the trap of keeping score. My boy, Tony Robbins, and come on, you got to love Tony Robbins. He says, the minute you start keeping score, you're destroying the relationship. That's pretty succinct. That's pretty black and white. Sounds like he thinks that's a bad idea. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say it sounds like he is not a fan of that. Guys, don't get caught in this trap. The goal is not for everything to be equal. Your goal in your marriage is to give. The best marriage advice I ever got, and I don't remember if I've shared this. I know I've written about it. I don't know that I've shared it in a podcast yet, but the best marriage advice I ever got, and I believe I got it from my dad, was that if if each person in the marriage is focused not on what they can get from the marriage, but on what they can give to the other in the marriage, you're both going to get what you want. If my focus is on what I can get from the marriage, what Kelly owes me, and I haven't gotten this, and I haven't gotten that, and I need more free time, and I need some space, and I, you know, what I want, I need more sex. I mean, come on. We all, we all feel that way, right? If my focus is on what I want and what I'm supposed to get, it is basically a guarantee that I am not going to get all of that from her and from our marriage. I mean, this is, a, this is for a whole other topic or a whole other podcast, but what if, what about those of us who get in the trap of what I'm supposed to get is meaning in life or my happiness and we sort of hang our fulfillment on this person and on our marriage? If my focus is on what I'm supposed to get, then A, I'm not giving, and B, I'm going to be disappointed. I'm not giving to her, and I'm going to be disappointed. And her on the other side, if her focus is on what she can get, well, we already know she's not getting it because I'm not giving because I'm not focused on her. So now she's not going to get it, and she's not giving because her focus is on herself. On the flip side, back to the best advice I ever got, if you execute it, I am fulfilled because my focus is not on me, me, me. I want to get, I want to get, I want to receive. My focus is not on all the things I expect to be getting. And so I'm not set up for the disappointment or the fact that my wife does not have the power to fulfill my life. That's not her job. My focus is not on what I'm getting. My focus is on what I'm giving. Then A, I am giving to her and B, my focus is on all, isn't on all the things I should be receiving. And so I'm not feeling disappointed about the things I'm not giving, be, getting because that's not my focus. So your focus, your objective is to give all that you can to your marriage and not with the expectation that you will receive equally. It's not a balance sheet. You don't give so that therefore your wife will owe you. She doesn't. You just give because that's what love is. It is giving of yourself. So there you go. Give, not to receive, but just to give. Give because you love the end. Do not keep score. It's a trap. Your wife does not owe you. All right? 
this is not this isn't a football game or any other kind of game. <laughs> Don't fall into that. Guys, thank you for listening. Truly appreciate the privilege of getting to talk to you each week. The meat and potatoes of the married man, as I say every week, is the weekly newsletter I send out to a couple hundred guys uh, every Monday morning. So if you do nothing else, head over to themarriedman.co. I couldn't afford the M. So themarriedman.co and subscribe to that newsletter. I send it out every Monday morning to kick your week off. Just a short email to start your week uh, talking about the things that matter the absolute most. And everything you're going to do this week, you're going to go out and you're going to kick ass and you're going to take names. And here's why it's worth it. All right. So we're going to start your week every Monday morning with the good stuff. I send that out. And then every Friday, I send out a video to cap it off. Guys, thank you for joining me. I look forward to talking to you a week from now. Adios. Thank you.